This is the Skills BC Talks Trades and Tech podcast with your host, Shoshana Blair. I triple as a Red Seal Baker, the 2017 Skills BC Provincial Gold Medalist in Baking, and the Social Media and Program Coordinator for Skills Canada BC. Join me on this podcast journey as we interview local tradespeople, alumni, and sponsors to learn more about their journey and the wild world of the trades and technologies. I am joined by the 2023 Provincial Gold Medalist in Car Painting, Stephanie Appel. Thank you, Stephanie, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me today. No problem. Why don't you give us a little bit of introduction to yourself? All right. My name is Stephanie Appel. I'm 21 years old and I specialize in refinishing cars. I got started kind of in the trade towards 2020. I was in the Women in Trades program. They're an outstanding program that sponsors women to go into the trades for free. You get to try a bunch of different things. And then after, when I decided that I really wanted to do auto body, they helped pay for my course. And here I am today as the provincial gold medalist. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. That is amazing. And congratulations. Thank that you so much. That sounds like such a beautiful program where like women can just experience it and try what they want to try. It's outstanding. They cover everything for you. You get to try so many different things. It's so worth it. Such a great program. I'm so glad I got to be one of the people to go through it. I'm glad too, because without them, I wouldn't have met you. Right. And is that how you heard about Skills BC? I kind of started like I did know a little bit about Skills BC when I got into the trade, but I would say I really heard like what Skills BC was about at a woman in the industry conference in Burnaby back, I want to say last May or two Mays ago. About oh, roughly a year ago, I went to the industry, woman in the industry meeting, and they kind of touched on all the different parts of the industry, different roles of the industry, and they had a nice little slideshow for you guys for Skills BC, and that's when I really first heard about you. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. And how was that conference? It was great. That is actually the night that we got asked to be an all-women's team in a pedal car charity contest for the ARA, which we are back for a year two. At the end of this month, it'll be unveiled. Oh, very exciting. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see how that goes. It's my fun little secret side project. Yeah. (laughs) We all need some of those. That's for sure. Certainly. So tell me a little bit more about your journey through competition, like getting there, competing, the highs and the lows, everything. Well, for provincials, Compared to nationals, it was definitely really different. Provincials wasn't very far from home. A few hours there and back. A little bit of a snowstorm that I drove through. Nationals was insanely exciting. I First time flying alone on a plane all the way to Winnipeg, which was quite the adventure. My company had me in first class. Don't think I'll ever not fly first class again. (laughs) Getting there... It was definitely a little nerve-wracking at first, showing up in a different province by myself. My coach had arrived a little bit before me, so he had already reached the hotel, but 
got there, we got settled in. I met him for dinner that night and off we went, really. It was definitely a fun journey, that's for sure. Yeah. What would one of your favorite memories be from that journey? Well, I would probably say the connections that I made with the team. There was a lot of great people that I met. There was some really cool guys out from the island. Lots of cool people from Northern BC. Like, how do I, there was so many different personalities that really made the journey worth it. It's a really amazing team experience. Like you're all competing for different competitions. You're in different trades and technologies, but at the end of the day, you're still a team. You come Mm -hmm. together and you talk about it and you've all been through the same experience, but all doing different things. It's really quite amazing. Yeah. And we're all there to represent one province together. Exactly. Yeah. It was a great experience to meet people like that. It, it really is. And it's a lot of networking too. Like you meet not even just your competitors, you're meeting everyone else's coaches and people from other provinces and territories that are doing the same thing that you're doing. And it's really quite amazing. And networking in these trades is so important where there's people like 60% of my trade is retiring in the next five years. So to network now before all that happens gets you so much more opportunity in the future. For sure. Yeah. Speaking of the future, if you had the opportunity to compete again, would you? Without a doubt, I would definitely compete again. It was such a good experience. There are so many things that if I were to go back, I know I would do better. And overall, it's so much fun to see all these other people from across Canada that have the same mindset, have the same skill set, have the same ambitions that you do. I would totally compete again if I ever had the opportunity in Skills BC. It's such a great environment there. Amazing. We would definitely want you to compete again, too. (laughs) I think you are by far one of the most positive and outgoing personalities that I've seen compete. It just like resonates. And I think that's a big part, too, of when you're a team and when you're with other people, having people like you around is so important because the competition can get a little bit down. It was, Yeah. yeah, the first day really really gave me a good kick but the next day was a new day new attitude all I could do was my best exactly and having someone like that around really helps with everybody and their stresses usually from day one yeah and on that note if you were to talk to someone that was looking to compete what is something that you might tell them a piece of advice that you might have for them don't let the scary ones get to you. I started with the section I was most worried about and I feel like I definitely let it get to my head. But at the end of the day, you just need to stop and breathe and do what you know what to how to do it. You know what you're doing. You can do it. Just stop and breathe and think about what you're doing. Don't let it get to you. It's don't see it as, oh my gosh, I'm in a national competition. See it as I'm about to paint that car. I have to make that look good. What what do I know how to do to get there? And you will. I think that's amazing advice because it's not like 
it's not just that it's a national competition. If you were on the job, you couldn't exactly walk away from it. It needs to get done. So how because there's a timeline on it at the competition doesn't mean there's a timeline to get that vehicle out of your shop. It's it's the same thing. You just have to find a better viewpoint of it. For sure. I like that. And do you have any advice for those that might be looking to pursue a career in the trades as a whole, not just for competing? Job shadow people. Before I entered this trade, I called up three separate shops. I did three different job shadows. I checked out what the front office was like. I checked out the refinishing side and I checked out body work at all three different shops. I worked one-on-one -on -one with the guys. I worked with the managers. I explained to them what I was trying to do, why I was wanting to come to their shops. And they did let me come in and check it out. I did my research before I came into this trade. I knew that this trade had a hard working side it had a very sophisticated front end and paint side you could be a little more creative if you wanted to and you can really find where you fit in that shop and trade environment I think that's such a valuable piece of advice and yeah. something that I don't hear enough about and not just because you got to go learn and shadow people because it probably looked really good too like knowing that you had gone out there you did your research to those workplaces they that's somebody that's valuable to them that yeah does their part and it ended up interest. being super beneficial one of the guys ended up letting me actually paint something never painted before so when I went to school I had already had hands-on experience and that really helped for sure the hands-on is is the biggest part and that's amazing to be able to go into school with at least just a little bit of knowledge so that you're you have a little bit of a leg up you're less nervous about what you're going to do wrong and more prepared to learn new things exactly if you were to tell your 12 year old self anything what would you tell them I think it would be be nicer to your parents growing up because they are going to be your biggest supporters when it comes to college, they're going to be the ones that make sure you get there every day. They're going to be the ones to make sure that you've got your seat paid for and your tuition covered. And they're going to be the ones that are there cheering for you when you tell them that you just won BC Provincials. I definitely wish I spent a little more time with them growing up because I, as a kid, never realized how much they were going to be there for me today. Yeah. And if it wasn't for them, I might not have ended up in the trades. I thought I wanted to have a desk job, be in psychology, all these great dreams. And then they asked me one day, they're like, are you sure that's what you want? Do you want to spend your whole life sitting behind a desk or do you feel better being hands-on? And then that's when they brought up the women in trades program. And I thought that was a great idea. That is so great. Cause could you really imagine yourself being behind a desk right now? I am sitting behind a desk and I can't <laughs> stop shaking my leg. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Some people are just meant to work with their hands. And I totally understand that. Yeah, they, I think they knew it before I did. I mean, obviously, they watched me grow up and see I learned better hands on. I could weld when I was like six years old. I was always helping my mom fix things around the house. Like I probably should have known, but I think they, <laughs> they knew a lot more than I did at that time. 
sometimes hindsight is 2020. They they're looking from the outside in and exactly. they can see exactly what you're when your eyes sparkle, what you're passionate about and what you're best at. Yeah. If you were to continue to be involved in Skills BC, but not competing, what avenue would you like to take? Like coaching, volunteering, training? I would, I love working with people. The idea of helping people grow, training people, coaching people, volunteering, even doing what you do, like all the media you really got to connect with the team. I noticed a lot more than some of the higher ups and I really enjoyed that, that, you know, like we see you as you work for skills, BC. Oh my goodness. Like you're this great high up person, but at the end of the day, you're sitting there having the same dinner. We are at the table laughing at the same jokes. And it's, I really like that environment, knowing that you can help somebody and make somebody's day a little better or make their skills even better. That actually makes me so happy to hear because I think that's by far my favorite part of my job is that I'm not just someone that works for skills, but someone that's competed and someone that can sit down and laugh with you guys and talk with you guys. Share the experience. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think it's very valuable. I hope to have you doing some of our media representation and some more interviews going forward because I'd love to and I think you have such a strong story to share like a woman in the trades who's car painting and just absolutely loves it 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 was definitely not easy to get here I uh there's been some very tough walls but those walls have also made me better I definitely still headbutt with them day to day, but at the end of the day, it's also how I made it here. If they weren't pushing me every day to make that job better, make this job better, I wouldn't grow. Exactly. It's it's those tough things that make us stronger and better at what we do. Sometimes it's that thing or that person that gives you the biggest headache that'll be your your biggest push in life. Yep. And sometimes even your strongest supporter. Yep. As much as you may not want to admit it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing a bit more about your story. I would like to say to whoever is listening to this, don't give up. You may want to go home and scream into a pillow. Do it. Wake up and you're going to be okay. It's a new day. Don't give up. Thank you so much. I hope that whoever is listening to this resonates with that because it is very true. I hope so. Cause I've, there are some days where it's the entire week. I don't want to go back to work, but I do every day and I'm still here and I'm only getting better for it. Exactly. Wonderful. Well, I hope we get to hear more from you and see a bit more of your face in the future. I hope so too. Thank you. Thanks. 